here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 106.2 FM in Tohoyando. Okay, let's start off by paying tribute to Shane Warne. I know that the Australia and South African sport, uh, there is always a rivalry, but you can't take away from the greatness of the men. And Sport24, um, a sports journalist as well as SABC commentator and analyst, has been doing, he was doing cricket during the India series. Hopefully we'll hear him also for the Bangladesh series. Kanye Sochwaku joins us on the line. Good evening, young man. Thanks for speaking to us again. Uh, good evening. Uh, listeners. You actually happened to call me as I met a cricket match actually. Oh, really? Who's, oh, are you four-day cricket? Which one? No, 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 no. I was actually at the Titans-Lions game earlier this, off, earlier this off, uh, morning and afternoon. But I'm yeah. now at the Fat Cats internal game where Fat Cats are taking on Slim Cats. <laughs> Fat Cats are taking on Slim Cats. Okay, it's an internal game, so we use the name here. Okay, as long as you guys don't injure yourselves, because right? you're not 18, 19, and 20 anymore. Right? <laughs> oh, look, we play within the confines of our ages. Are you, are you playing? Yes, indeed I am. Indeed I am. What do you do? Do you bowl? Do you bat? Do you keep? Oh, yeah, you I, I, I bat a bit, if I can put it that way. Okay, you And a very good 10. team player, yes. Oh, you're a very good team player. That's what I'm sure. I'm sure you're a very good cheerleader also. No, wonderful. All the best then, Kanye Sochwaku. Let's talk about cricket, though. So much has happened. Uh, firstly, Graham Smith and Cricket South Africa are going straight to arbitration. What does this mean or what does it signify? Well, the long and the short of it is that CSA board, remember that they are working on the findings um, from Advocate Jimmy uh, so Cricket for Social Justice, uh, Nation Building Report. Remember that um, it is part one of two um, disciplinary proceedings that the board is actually embarked on. Remember that there is the Mark Fouter one that will be commencing from 16 May to 20 May. So they did announce, when they were announcing Mark Fouter's um, proceedings, they did say that uh, Graham Smith's ones will be announced at a later stage. So the later stage has arrived. So they will be beginning on Monday. Okay, so for, for those who are not legal eagles or not familiar how how the law works, does it mean he's been charged? Look, the, the, the thing with Graham Smith, and what makes this different is that he is an independent contractor which is why they are arbitrating proceedings against him, whereas Mark Foucher, being the national team coach, he's an employee of CSA, hence why there are disciplinary proceedings taking place against him, and that is the market difference, why Smith is dealing with arbitration and Foucher is dealing with um, disciplinary proceedings. Because Foucher is an employee of Cricket South Africa. Yes. Okay, and, and just remind us, what did the SJN hearings find against James Graham Smith? They weren't as, um, they, they, off the top of my head, they weren't as, uh, as dark, as, as difficult as Mark Boucher's charges. Like, one would remember that there were, um, issues against it. Still, like, they, 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 they don't come straight to the top of my mind because at the time when the SJN, in the, uh, findings came out, um, the, the spotlight was right upon, um, Mark Boucher at the time because of the Paul Adams matter. Um, but did one need to remember that there were a lot of selection matters? Um, that took place during um, Graham Smith's long tenure um, as captain. So I think that is one of the matters that will be discussed um, during his arbitration hearing. Yes, I remember he was found to have discriminated against the selection of a Tamitzolegile back on that tour of England. Yes, yes, I think that's one of the matters. And I think it, that did come out um, through Tamitzolegile's system and outside of his uh, match-fixing one in particular. So I think that's going to be quite a significant matter to listen to because, again, it goes back to one of the things we mentioned in earlier interviews that you actually asked 
why is the game Smith in particular actually having to deal with these particular matches? It happens to be um, the director of cricket in particular. So in being the director of cricket, he's in a powerful position, in a position that can and will influence um, teachers. So it's going to be interesting to see how um, that will be navigated, especially the fact that um, CSA's board actually did say um, that his position will be advertised when his contract comes in and expires at the end of the month. Yes, and that the appointments were irregular, but they were not going to be charged for that because they did not make those appointments. They did not appoint themselves, Graham Smith, as well as Mark Boucher. And the last one on this, Graham Smith's legal team always seems to be hiding, for lack of a better word, behind the fact that the SJN hearings were uh, the advocate, Dumis and Sebeza, came back and said these are tentative findings. Why do they keep going back to that? It, 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 it actually amuses me because, again, it goes back to one of the things we shared in earlier interviews where we all said, why didn't we actually go up and actually testify in the SJN hearings? Because allegations were made against him. The platform was there for him to actually say that, um, to, to actually challenge um, those particular allegations. So when David Becker says that those, I mean, he's working on what uh, Advocate Dimitran Zebeza says, that the particular allegations, um, were the, the findings of the, of the SJN report were tentative. But also, on the other hand, they can't be a stick that he can hide behind because, again, um, Grimsworth would have had an opportunity, actually had an opportunity um, to respond to those particular allegations, and he didn't. So I guess now, through the arbitration hearings, it's just going to be a case where now um, he will explain his side of the story. And I think the most important one would be why did he actually take an opportunity that he appear um, at SJN hearings? Okay, so basically this is his hearing now. He's got a chance to prove whether the allegations are true or not. Indeed, indeed. I mean, I think it, it, it wouldn't have been the best idea for them, to actually, both of them in particular, to have the allegations tested um, on, 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 on this particular on, on this particular disciplinary platform. Because, I mean, had they appeared at this end, I suspect that the board actually would have taken that uh, move of theirs um, as a move of contrition that we are genuinely apologetic for the actions and therefore they're happy to take a different step um, of reconciliation. The fact that their, their steps of reconciliation um, dealt with legal representation, I mean, that awesome, very, I mean, that's a very different message to the board. Okay, and then another story of interest from, for us here in, in, in South Africa is Alan Donald being appointed as bowling coach of uh, Bangladesh. He's going to work with Russell Domingo. If my memory serves me right, they worked together when, when, when Coach Russell was, was, was with the Proteas, right? Yes, indeed, they did. They did. Um, they worked at um, they were the Proteas under Gary Kirsten. And that's when South Africa actually, I think it was between 2011 and 2013. And that is when Donald actually replaced Vinnie Bond. And Vine, actually, Alan Donald did a very good job. And also, if you look at um, what he's been working with at the night, they actually put together a very, very decent side. Um, I think the results this, this particular season um, haven't gone quite his way um, with the Bloomberg and franchise. But with that being said, they also did win um, the T20 Cup, uh, the T20 Provincial Cup earlier this season. So it's actually not quite, it, I would say, it's not a emotion to say for him. But I mean, Alan Donald, um, um, his coaching has improved significantly over the years. Um, so I think it's, it's congratulations to him. And he's also a person who speaks very passionately. And he's someone that when you ask about facets of the game, he's always willing to actually um, devolve them and make, the, and make sure that um, those, 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 those facets are actually simplified um, for a readers and a listeners' perspective. So one would hope, that when, especially when you look at the promising part bowling stops um, that Bangladesh actually do have in the Arsenal. I mean, look at how well the likes of Tuscan Ahmed actually bowled in that first test when they beat New Zealand. So one would feel that actually Alan Donald isn't going to walk into an environment where he's actually going to start from scratch. Um, he's going to actually walk into a team where there's a clutch of talented fast bowlers who just need guiding in the right direction.
Yeah, and he's a very, he's a generally a nice guy too from my interactions with him. Alan Donald also worked with England, of course, so good luck to him. He'll be on the other side when Bangladesh come to South Africa later this month. And then the other, the big story, other big story of the day, said news coming out, um, the passing of uh, Shane Warne. What do we know? Suspected that attack is what we've had so far. Yes, indeed. Those are the news that broke. And sad news, indeed. I mean, you know what? Shane Warne um, was hated by many South Africans. Um, hated it. Because based on his talents alone, he was probably, not probably, probably is the greatest league spinner um, Test cricket has ever seen. I mean, when he started out um, back in 1991-92 when he made his debut against India, he was hit around the SCG by Sachin Tendulkar and um, Ravi Shastri. They both said hundreds. I mean, that's a kind of test match. Uh, but again, Adam Border was the one captain. He just put his arm around his shoulder and it showed that and he encouraged him. And by the following year, next actually the year, 1992, his final Australia so very good in against him. Um, that was back in Colombo, then announced himself for the big time when, if you still look at against the West Indies at the MCG, but then it's his turn out breakout here was 1993, when at the Ashes tournament, at the Ashes series, he bowled out my catching with that fall of the century, and oh, yes, the Shane Warren legend stuck. You remember that the 1994 test at SCG, he took 12 wickets, um, 5 in the first inning, 7 in the second, and South Africa still actually won that game, but um, South, Africa, South Africa never quite um, escaped. Um, his first, like, remember the last test, um, the, the second last test he played in South Africa in 2006, um, when they beat South Africa by 112 runs in Durban, where it took six for nine assists. South Africa started that game very well, but he got Graham Smith out, he got 80 defenders out, and then by the end of the first day, the test match was over, and South Australia were alone, they were becoming the only team, um, since 1992 to have white South Africa, um, three in, 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 in any test series. So look, I mean, Shane Warne, as South Africans, we, I mean, as, as a Darrell Cullen in particular, one would feel that, no, um, he, he was the bane of our existence. But again, at the end of the day, um, he was a talented bowler, the best of his generation. Um, I mean, he took 700 wickets. Uh, mm. The way that you see, say, no, he always found a way to bowl in conditions that were friendly. He found a way to bowl um, in conditions that were very difficult for, for the ex-winners. I mean, one of his biggest uh, sayings and something that I use in comments significantly, he says that if a pitch is green, if it seems, it will spin. And Australia never dropped him regardless of the, of the pitch he played on. So it's very good. Um, he was a very good competitor, very tough competitor, um, a polarizing character um, in all respects. But um, when it comes to his talent, um, Shane Warner's a match and may his soul um, rest in peace. Yeah, Noel Crowe on Twitter also says, R.I.P. Shane Warne, what an imprint you've left on the cricket fraternity. Daryl Cullen and Nightmares finally over. He was always Shane Warne's bunny, was a, a Daryl Cullen. And I remember that Mike Gutting ball that you talk about. It's the one that pitched on leg and hit off, right? It pitched outside leg. It pitched outside, outside leg. leg. Outside leg. It drifted outside leg stump, pitched and ripped and hit the top of off. Sure, 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 sure. And has there ever yeah. been a, any leg spinner that has come close uh, to a Shane Warne? I know people talk about Abdul Qadir the, from Pakistan. I, I've never seen, I, I never got to see him, obviously. It was before our time. But has anybody ever come close as a leg spinner? I mean, look, one would look at an Anil Kumble um, as a leg okay. spinner who okay, was right, in right. Shane Warne's class. But there were also different leg spinners. I mean, uh, Anil Kumble, um was far more reliant on changes of pace um, the group leader, he did turn the ball, but not as much as Shane Warne. But as Shane Warne, um, his ability to vary his turn 
um, was the one that that, 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 that scattered batsmen. I mean, Shane Warne's um, gun delivery at the start of his career um, was the flipper until he had issues with his finger and his shoulders um, that kept him out of cricket for the bulk of 1998 and early 1999. But at the end of the day, he found a way to bowl with those limitations. I mean, we can go back to the 1999 World Cup. Um, Shane Warne effectively won that tournament for yeah. Australia single-handedly. You know that in that eight Western semi-final, South Africa were cruising for the eight for not after 12 over. Shane Warne came in, got out. Um, Herschel gives with um, the ODI ball of the century and then followed up with Gary Kirsten and then it was suspicious to get out Hansi Kanye because Hansi Kanye didn't hit that ball but within a matter of three wickets see, within a matter of 12 balls he changed the direction of an entire World Cup semi-final wasn't the first time he did so in 1996 he changed the direction of the West Indies Australia semi-final the match in Australia um, where they were 15 for 4 they made 207 and ended up winning that game um, by 5 runs so Shane Warne um, was a character where a game was never lost. You go back to the Ashes of 2005, where Australia, for part of the series, were well behind the eight ball. But he took 40 wickets in that series, still remain on the losing side. He dropped the catch of the series when he dropped um, Kevin Peterson, who was roughly getting his surges. And we all know how that particular innings at the, at the Oval, that 153, um, set Kevin Peterson, uh, Kevin Peterson man, on his way um, as, as, as a test batsman of serious class. So he's had his highs and his lows in his cricket, but he was a competitor who ensured that in his time that Australia were never out of the game until he had a say in it. Okay, wonderful. I actually remember the one of Gibbs also. Also pitched outside leg, right? Like it was a closer pitch, to his feet. Same one. Same yes, one. Same yes. one. Same as the Magatti. Took the top of off. Okay, young man. Uh, thank you. You've got a great memory. Thank you for speaking to us. Enjoy the rest of the game, whether you're keeping score or you are 12th man there. But um, enjoy the cricket. And thanks for speak- talking to us. Kanyiso Chwago, SABC Sport commentator and also uh, Sport 24 journalist. And uh, our condolences to Shane Wan's family. Uh, may his soul rest in peace. We've lost a giant here. I'm still shocked. Like, I am really, really shocked uh, by what has happened here. You know, Shane Wan is like... It's like it's like a Michael Jackson, you know, for 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 us in cricket. You don't obviously everybody we all die one day, but you don't expect Shane Warne to not be around. It feels like he's always been a part of our life and he's always been around. So it's just one of those that is tough to take. Let's take a quick break, then we'll go back to Flashback Fridays and we'll speak to former Orlando Pirates winger Joseph Ngaki.